Hi, everybody. I'm Marv Albert. My name is Michael Jordan. I'm Xavier McDaniel, the Seattle Supersonics. Hey, I'm John Spider Sally, the Detroit Pistons. Hey, this is Rick Mahorn. I'm a bad boy for life. Now, if you're not on the Pick and Roll podcast, I'm going to come out there looking for you. Because you know what? Bad boys like to be listened to on the podcast. Pick and roll, baby. Pick and roll. But I'm not picking. I ain't even rolling. That just said tremendous upside of this young man. On a cloudy and damp afternoon from the Still City, uh, we're back on the Pick and Roll podcast. Gavin, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's actually a really sunny afternoon here in East Sussex. Well, it was. The sun's just kind of gone over the cliffs. Okay. But, yeah, it's been really bright and nice here. Yeah, I think DJ Mr. Things on in Brighton tonight. You should shuffle along to that one. It's always good value. Yeah, so you never know. Up on the bus. Yeah. I, I'm not sure actually. I'll uh, I'll have to check offline. And I'll send you the venue details later. But, uh, um, we're three weeks in with the professional basketball people. Pretty much every team's played at least ten games now. Some more. Yeah, it was 11 most of them, isn't it? It's 11, 12 now. Yeah, um, the in-season tournament's underway. Um, make of that what uh, what you will. I mean, I can't even be asked to look at the standings of that. It's very confusing. Um, it's sort of trying to keep up with the regular season stuff. Um, yeah, the courts and all that. Is, I mean, what, what have you made of that whole circus? So, um, like everybody else, I thought the, the courts were... I mean, I understand they're making some sort of attempt to differentiate from the regular season game, even though it is a regular season game or a game that counts towards the regular season standings. It's, uh, um, But the, most of them were fucking awful. Like, I just... It was... They were horrible. Not even it's a just tough like, watch, isn't it? Yeah. There was some really weird designs that just looked nasty. The the calves in Comic Sans or whatever it was, the paces and stuff like Some of them were awful. The indie, that one, the blue and yellow indie in Comic Sans almost was... Yeah. And the Bulls one was a tough one. The fucking bright red, it's like, you know... <laughs> I can't watch yeah. this. It's just unwatchable, I, you know. I honestly, I honestly forgot it was an in-season game. Woke up, like, just half fucking... Like still, put rolled over and put on some some like highlights of a game, and I honestly thought I'd fallen asleep and it had rolled onto some Filipino pro league or something. <laughs> like, is this the cost? It does look league? a bit low budget, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. yeah, it looked like it, and some of them looked like they had like badminton court markings on them and stuff, like near the key and that weird stripe. Down yeah, there. yeah. Now I'm with you. Like that, that, So I think yeah, design wise and in terms of a aesthetic product it was fucking awful that i don't know if the fact that i think they're kind of using the points scored or differential aren't they so people are trying to say encouraged like teams to stay in games because it wasn't i don't like i have the whole thing seems to be honest like nonsense to me like they're just trying well, it to just seems like a really half-baked idea i don't know it's like they're not even like showing the standings anywhere that are accessible or kind of, it's just kind of like this thing's going on, but no one really kind of has any idea how it works. It's like they try to, we talk about this all the time. They try to ape the Premier League in every conceivable way, don't they, the NBA, but they just, they don't seem to have kind of worked this out. I don't know. It's it's very strange. It's not, they're like, oh, 
all the excitement of, but it's not knockout. They're playing weird group games. It's only like the last yeah. four that are knockout, as I understand. So a semi-final and a final, like that's what? What? If you know, like eight? That's I don't. The whole thing just kind of doesn't really make much sense as a no. format. Well, they're trying to, you know, straddle two things, aren't they? You know, these games count in the regular season, but it's a thing. It's like they should have just like let's just pause the league for a month let's reduce it to 70 games and we'll have this tournament you know from yeah. i don't know when whenever the nfl season's on still just to distract from that maybe let's do it from like sort of mid-november till christmas and then we'll do the christmas games and just have a knockout thing that probably would have been the better way to do it <laughs> I, i'd imagine but i don't know what do i know yeah, I, also i don't i don't know what the i don't know what the incentive is either for people i just i like I mean, if you're a dude who's earning like a million and a half or league minimum, five hundred grand is quite a nice bonus. But for the, you know, the bigger names, it's, it's a yeah. drop in the pond, isn't it? I guess. Oh no, I think it should probably. I've been thinking about it. It should probably come with like a, a mid-level cap exception the next year or something. You know, like just some weird tangible thing for the franchise as a whole to kind of benefit. Because I can just see some just uh, like the the idea that. In a league where at least seven teams are like, fuck you, we're not even trying. Give me my money. The, the, they're going to try for this extra nonsense tournament that is literally meaningless. It's, it's, it's not that easy. It's kind of laughable, really. But it all ties up to the stuff we've talked about in the last few pods about Adam Silver's obsession with just the gambling and the gambling and the gambling and the gambling and more gambling. And, you know, a friend of the podcast, Chris Duggerfield, said to me the other day, he's like, we're going to reach the point where they're just going to have rolling gambling adverts on the court, you know, in real time. And that's, and that's where this is heading, isn't it? It's a bit, it's a a precursor to to the inner arena experience being on a green court or a bright blue court, like a, so they can green screen it. And at home, you'll just be watching depending on where you are. You know what I mean? In America, it'll be, I don't know, tits and guns to sell (laughs) fucking thousand pounds, like diabetes medication. And in, in, in other parts of the world, it'll be, you know, gambling and stuff like that. In other parts, it won't be. It'll be God knows what. I don't know. I don't, what, what's the end game here? It's like this. Um, did you see the Yanis ejection um, for basically looking at someone? I he, he dumped. And then uh, the other guy had to shuffle back a little bit. And then he, they like. What, and what, what, what's the end game here? Do we just want basketball robots? that we can gamble on. I mean, I don't know where it's going now. It's just what I'm being, am I being fucking dramatic here? Or I don't know what, what, what's the end game, Adam Silver. I just, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, who's he trying to sell this basketball to? That's, Mm. that's, that's what I'm, if you know what I mean, that's a bit weird. You know, like, um, you get booked in the Premier League for taking a shirt off because in the Middle East, they don't like nipples. That's why it is. It's, that's it. That's why you get booked for taking a shirt off. It's TV rights. Yeah. I mean, we're literally like months away from raising your eyebrows and opposing players going to be a tech, aren't we? I mean, am I being, yeah. you know, overdramatic yeah. here? I don't yeah. know. It's, uh. Well, that's essentially what Yanis got, wasn't it? Mm. He, got, he got teed up for finishing a dunk, which, like, how do you make an ag- what is in and of itself an aggressive play without sometimes going, rah! Like, mm. what else do you do it, if you know what I mean? It's like asking tennis players to, to play in silence. Mm. It's a strange one. You're too aggressive with, with your grunts or something. It's, yeah. it's, 
It's absurd. Yeah, talking of aggression, Draymond Green being very aggressive. Very, very aggressive, isn't it? Not helping himself, really is he, at the minute, really? Um, I mean, the... It's just, I think, the whole thing is tenable. I mean, the, the first one, the... When the Warriors did censure him for banging at a, a colleague in the workplace, which is completely unacceptable behaviour in any job, then he's just off on it now. He can do whatever the fuck he likes. They let him do whatever he wants. And I think, to be honest... I go a bit conspiracy theory. I think his agent sniffed the market. I think nobody was offering much more than vet league veteran minimum. So he signed that extension they offered him foolishly. And he's now trying to get them to trade him out of there because he didn't want to be there. I'm not sure if it's even that. I mean, let, let's just rewind him. Then, Did you see the incident with Donovan Mitchell in the Cleveland game? He basically took a massive yeah. cheap shot at Donovan Mitchell, didn't he? As um, yeah, he was heading out of bounds, which, which he, he does quite a bit. Uh, and then, obviously, Donovan Mitchell reacted, as you would, you know, and you'd be like, what the fuck, do?" So he gets tossed out of that game. Uh, so, okay. And then the absolute madness uh, in the Minnesota game where just doesn't need to get involved in any way, shape, or fashion. But puts fucking Rudy in a headlock, and it's like, what are you doing? Like, why, why do you need to get involved with this? It's not even about sticking up for your teammates at this point. It's just like... It's just completely unacceptable behaviour, isn't it? It's like, what are you doing, dickhead? I think it's actually more than that. and I don't want to sound hyperbolic, but, like, um, when someone gets in that position in an MMA fight, it's over. If you know what I mean. He's going around the neck, he's getting choked out. When, if, 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 if that had been a policeman holding somebody like that on a video, mm. there'd be riots around because that's an illegal thing to restrain somebody who has been violent. <laughs> and, and aggressive like it's and, and, and I know that this is where it sounds hyperbolic but look at what happened with the accident allegedly the, in, in ice hockey the other week that mm. like it's, the man's just careening around trying to hurt people if you know what I mean and it's getting to the point where you know what was the punch the Rudy Tomjanovich if you know what I mean like mm. is that where we're going to get to again it's funny I watched it in kind of real time and you could see the look on Steve Kerr's face and some of the Warriors assistant coaches they were like fucking hell really dude and Steve Kerr tried to downplay in that initial press conference after the game and then he's he'd come out today and kind of rode back on a bit of understandably because he's looked at him like fucking hell like that's just completely unnecessary you know um the dude's got issues hasn't he it's as a Warriors fan I'm saying this it's just it's, it's quite concerning isn't it it's uh, yeah like it's like I said. I don't. I honestly think that that sort of behaviour is like, yeah, go. That's like nine months cantonal length ban, if you know what I mean. It's not ten games. That's not like you could have actually, you know, if he trips, there's like windpipe issues and shit. Like, what are you trying to do with that? Like, I don't know who he thinks he is or what he thinks he's playing. I, it's just some. I don't know. He just does it. I think he does it so he can get people, so he can like laugh about on his podcast and get things. I think he's essentially just a. I think there's a, and like with the incident that started it, which was Clay grabbing. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I I thought, I don't, I can't see a massive fault of what Clay Thompson did. He kind of just, that happens so many times a a game. You know what I mean? You put your arm out, you grab on someone, and it, 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 usually it just ends in nothing. I don't know. I'm not. Clay, Clay seems like a pretty mellow dude. I, I don't think he was trying to start anything. Do you know what I mean? It's, I don't know. I don't think he was expecting that, but I think I think when you watch that that 
facade of Clay being mellow. I think Clay is frustrated because he's he's not what he was. I think he knows people talk. I think he knows there's a weight of expectation when you're being paid absolutely through the roof. And he's he's fucking Steve Novak now. Well, the injuries that have done for him, haven't they? I mean, that's not his fault. The, the money's the money. And he, he... The injuries have done him. The injuries have done him laterally, so he can't move sideways. So people just go past him at will, which is why he has to grab them by the fucking... Like, if someone grabs you there in the scuff, right in the... In ice hockey, that's that's go time, isn't it? Like, when someone grabs one there, they're off. That's mm. It's one of those things. Is like a dude. If somebody grabs you there and tries to pull you about, then... That you're not having that and he held on for more than a second or two it was like four or five until McDaniel basically grabbed him back and yeah then I know I think the reaction from McDaniel was probably a bit over the top I mean he's averaging 14 a game which is the worst since his rookie season I mean you can see the injuries you've just done for him with the lateral movement and stuff and uh, the Warriors are in a they're in a tough spot now because Andrew Wiggins is having a fucking mare, hasn't he? I mean, he's not been the same player since he had that absence last year. I mean, shooting 15% from three, like 10 points a game. It's just, he was literally like their second best player when they won the finals, if not, you know, <laughs> close to being the finals MVP. And um, I think he's more the problem, you know, and why the Warriors are struggling in addition to obviously, you know, the Thompson stuff and, uh, and Draymond getting his ass kicked out of game and stuff, but they're they're in a tough spot, aren't they? They're in a tough spot. I mean, they've arguably let Lacob over the last eight years or so wasted the most like and if you look back for a team that is consistently was like winning titles, the amount of high draft picks the Warriors got was like how do you blow that? How do you blow a current dynasty whilst getting second and third picks fairly mm. regularly? Well, that's why uh, Bob Myers is sat fucking having to talk to Stephen A. Smith now, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, is, which is a place I don't think anybody ever wants to be. Not ideally. Stephen a. Uh, no. Uh, what other teams would you be panicking about? I mean, um, the Clippers have lost six in a row and uh, it just looks a bit of a mess, doesn't it? I just, I don't. I, I don't know why you can panic over that because it, it, it was the most obvious thing that was going to happen. Hmm. We kind of alluded to this on the last pod before the Harden trade had kind of gone through, but um, they're starting all, all those guys, aren't they? And um, Ty Lue just looks like a guy who's just begging to be sacked. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like, it's I want really out of this mess. It's, yeah, they're, they're, it's just crazy. I don't know, like... It's well even like huge insight from us to say, you know, yeah. that like that's not a where does that make sense? What basketball team that's been successful has ever been comprised of four dudes who all want the ball in their hand hmm. and like three of them, like really dickheadishly, will run across each other to try and stop <laughs> each other on the fast break and stuff. And one guy will be grudgingly standing in the corner and be like, Paul George, like I don't <laughs> It, it seemed like the, the most ill-conceived... I, I don't know who would... It's like Barmer's playing 2K, but he's actually... Yeah, like we kind of said this on the last podcast. He's like, he's playing fantasy basketball, isn't he, at this point? It's, just, it's like he's a 12-year-old or something, though, and just knows names and got no concept of how, it, how it, the team's put together. Because hmm. what the fuck is... How would... 
It's just. Did you oh. see? Um, there was a guy. I think it was on the Dallas broadcast or something on the one of Bally Sports Network. He just absolutely laid into him, and just went. You know, you're the problem. Wherever you go, it's you. It's not about everyone else. And then uh, they deleted the sort of rant, eventually, the uh, broadcast team. But it was completely bang on. It's like, you're the fucking problem, dude. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's still going around. It's still going around daily on the socials. Oh, it? really? If you see, you've seen it then, yeah. Yeah. Guy just I've fucking says yeah, everything what, ev- what everyone else wants to say, basically. He's just like, yeah, it's you, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's you, bro. It's, it's, it, if if this keeps happening to you, have you thought maybe it's you? Mm. There's a few teams who have um, looking like they need to uh, kind of blow it up. The Bulls, um, Zach Levine's obviously available at this point, aren't they? I mean, the, the Reinsdorfs don't like spending money, uh, as we've alluded to in previous podcasts and stuff, but. Um, yeah, what what's going on there? It's like you'd imagine him, Caruso, and DeRozan are probably on the table at this point because they're going fucking nowhere, are they? You know. No, no, they're doing what Chicago. Well, maybe they are. I don't. I don't. I don't I know, know what the end game is for Chicago. I mean, it's like, do you want to compete or do you just happy to just? How many fucking Jordan bits of legacy can fill the arena for how long is this going to carry on for do you know what I mean it's just like what it's like Manchester United like yeah that, that period brought so many fans that there is an entire generation of people our age who would want to go and watch a Chicago Bulls game that like that that brought so many mm. people and that like until that until there aren't people going nothing will change because the end game the end game the Reinsdorf is just to sell tickets. Mm. Just to sell tickets. And if you see the franchise value, just keep going upwards. And, yeah. Yeah. But, if, you know, if you can sell tickets by spending the league minimum almost or not. Yeah. Like, have a selfie there. Like, go on. He's, I don't think he's bothered about sporting achievement because we've already done that. So we kind of, you saw that in that last dance documentary there, didn't you? You know, it was like, they all—they're always going to choose their own pocket over team success, yeah. no matter you know how how good those Bulls teams were. Which is—it's uh, quite depressing, really. If I was a Bulls fan, I'd just be like, really, like, you know, it's bad enough being a Wednesday fan, but I don't know. It's just like Man U. It's just the same as yeah. Man United. Yeah, no, that's it? a good parallel. Yeah. Yeah, Old Trafford's a fading like pink seats. It's a fucking like, dump as well. Yeah, yeah. absolute shit. It's yeah. average. And they're just they have no idea what they're doing, but people come from all over the world to make to mm. see that. They can charge what they want. It's insane. Yeah, it's it all is, past yeah. glories. Mm. It's all past glories. Speaking of which, the San Antonio Spurs. I'm, I'm starting to wonder, what's Pop doing when we're talking about end games? It's what a bit weird, that? isn't it? We were texting back and forth when they they beat Phoenix, who are a fucking mess as well, by the way. And I thought that was. Kind of fool's goal. I was like, no, I've watched those games. They're a really bad team. They're not good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I love Jeremy Sohan to death. Bless him. He's a menace on defense. But putting the pressure on him to run your team and be a point guard, it's not. that's not what he does. So I don't know. Is I mean, Greg... It's like having Evan Fournier as your main ball. I don't know. I mean, Greg Popovich knows more about basketball than I ever will. But it's just... I don't know what the angle is here. It's, it, it's quite confusing, isn't it? Um because there's a lot of talent on that team and they don't seem to be getting the best out of them, do they? It's, yeah, it's I, I think I think he's 
to be honest, I, I, I think there comes a point, I think, again, for the football analogies, I think we've reached the, the Wenger out stage with mm. Pop, where the reality is is that basketball has left him behind a little, mm. and he's in there on goodwill and what he's previously achieved and it, like the the house that he built sort of thing but i i also don't think it's any it's any coincidence that like when mike shishevsky just stepped totally back from usa basketball and pop became the man overseeing it all that america started getting battered by anybody and everybody step up congo you can do this like i i think i think modern is is a man who moans about three pointers ruining the game so like how long is this going to go and i just i think if they were smart the franchise they'd have done this and used this for those tanking years until they got Wemby and then it should have been like right the, the, the Becky Hammond Tim Duncan combination in whatever order that comes I don't think Tim Duncan wants any they, part of it I mean Becky Hammond's a great show I mean she's be absolutely fucking smashing it hasn't she in the WNBA but yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. I, I think they need they need someone like Timmy for like the assistant coach for that to, mm. to for that to to go over with a lot of people. It's such an interesting thing, man. I'm I, I'm me and you text back back and forth you know, like forth about this stuff, and I, like, I, yeah, I find him a fascinating character. You know, um, he's obviously a very intelligent man, and you know, and some of the greatest basketball I've ever watched. You know, that finals when they beat Miami was just absolute poetry you know um it's kind of like he, he, he kind of hates what the nba's become in a way i think and i don't know yeah. if he just kind of just just doesn't coach on purpose just to see what these guys are made of i, I don't know i'm not i'm not gonna kick dirt on a guy because i just think he's just got such a good resume of success that it's like it's hard to question what what the guy's doing he's obviously doing it for a reason he's not fucking stupid but it's just there's some really head scratching stuff, isn't there? It's just you're like, really? Right. I don't know. It's I think I think it's just got to the like that. I, I think the yeah the parallel is that that, that Wenger out mm. those few years where where it was just like the only argument was like, look what he's done previously though. Mm. Where that's 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 the only counter to like, well, why should they be doing it now because of what he did in the past? Yeah. Like, I just don't see how. I mean, is the plan just fuck it, just freestyle and let Wemby do whatever while we mm. force feed him ice cream? Yeah. It was funny. Um, they um, they played the uh, Knicks at the Garden, and Hubie was on that game. They wheeled Hubie out, which was a fucking delight. He was amazing, you know. He's um, and even he was just like, look, the, the dude's nineteen. Like, uh, what's his name? Um, Mike Breen was just constantly trying to hype Wemby Nyama up because obviously that's the narrative for ESPN and, and the NBA. And Hubie was just like really mellow about it. He was just trying to shoot. He was like, look, he's 19. Like, you don't stop going on about him. Do you know what I mean? He's like, I want to talk about how big Mitchell Robinson's shoulders are and how good an offensive rebounder he is. And you know what I mean? It's just like... Mitchell Robinson. It's, Mitchell uh, Robinson. that night. Mitchell Robinson fucking bullied him. Just just ate him up all over the place. Just, yeah, offensive rebounds just through his chest. And stuff. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, a big lad will always beat a skinny lad. Do you know what I mean? He's a lot stronger. And Hubie was kind of trying to get that over. And like Mike Breen was kind of ignoring him. He was like, Hubie was just like, look, he's bigger and stronger. He's just going to bully him. Like, stop going on about this kid. He's 19. He's waffer thin. You know what I mean? It's just like really refreshing to hear that kind of old school mindset of just like, look, 
you know, it's stop bigging this guy up. He's going to be all right, but we're not there yet. So settle down. Do you know what I mean? It's just calm it, rips, tone it back. Yeah, yeah. Also, what, what, how are you helping that lad with that expectation? Yeah. And it's not his fault. Do you know what I mean? But it's like stop fucking hyping this guy up more than he needs to be. I mean, I mean, you said on the last pod you fancied Chet to be kind of rookie of the year, and if you look at the numbers, um, Chet's on like a. 50, 40, 90 tip at them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's like absolutely scratching it. That shot's legit for somebody that mm. high and he doesn't force it. like that. He's, he's playing within that system. So he's taking what comes. So it's it's coming at the right time, if you know mm. what I mean. They're not just forcing it and let him trying to do weird TikTok worthy Euro steps and stuff. If yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I don't, and like weird, awkward. It's a bit, like I keep seeing, there was one who's like, look at that behind the back. And it was just like, it's just like me passing an orange behind my back. I don't know, <laughs> there's no, I don't know what you're talking about. There's no skill there. He just passed mm. an orange behind his back. And then I mean, his team's back. obviously better. He's got SGA and whatever, and you know, that helps and stuff. But um, he's look, he looks like a better rookie at the minute, doesn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he looks, uh, well, that's, that's, he's got that Ben Simmons rookie, in he? Yeah, that, yeah, we, we, yeah, we alluded to this on last pod, didn't we? That extra year of being a professional, of being around the team, of like learning its learning its system, the plays they're going to run and stuff. So mm. it's always going to be an unfair advantage that. But just in terms that, like, yeah, he's got a legit shot, and it's not it's not being forced or anything. So yeah, no. I think looking at the two of them, like just just as a direct comp, was like I think he looks way more further down the road. I don't We're know shooting like forty five percent from three, and Vicks are like you know yeah. under three hundred. So you know it's. It's not even close, you know. For somebody that tall, that's that's yeah. crazy. It's a pretty stroke he's got as well. Yeah. Which it's rare for somebody with elbows that must go like nineteen feet wide when you spread. <laughs> right, let's uh, have a short break and uh, we'll uh, be back. Talk some more basketball. How are you feeling about Scoot Henderson uh, after five games or whatever he's played? Like, like, I, like I said uh, previously, I just did, didn't see it, to be honest. I think the... And I know you're not really going to get somebody who to come in. And, and they say this, oh, you're not going to get somebody who's going to come in and to completely change the culture. But you, they forget that literally that's kind of what Dame did as a rookie. Hmm. If you know what I mean? He was ready to go from the off and like leading the team sort of thing. So, it it it's, there's a lot of I mean there's a lot of retro talking, convincing retrofitting this this whole thing. Um, I think it's telling that the Blazers looked better whenever he went out and Brogdon came in mm. significantly, and I also think it's kind of telling that Skylar Mays is looking decent in his absence. I mean, I mean the they're the walking wounded, aren't they? The Blazers, I mean, yeah. Simmons is out. Uh, your boy Rob Williams is done for the year, surprisingly. And Brogdon's been out for the last four or five games, hasn't he? So it's kind of been like any warm bodies, so, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's been some tough sledging. It's been some tough sledging. So, yeah, I just, again, it's another one. All that hype, all that hype. And it, what is it based on? Some G League nonsense? I don't know. Hmm. So yeah. we've just kind of 
Yeah, I don't know. You'd yeah. think uh, Harvey Grant's lad's probably going to be on the trading block at some point if they're sensible. Uh, that would seem like the yeah. obvious move, wouldn't it? I mean, he doesn't really fit the timeline, does he, at this point? No, it, f- it feels like they're just letting him do what he wants as well at this point because he's the only reasonable option of making anything. Hmm. And, uh, uh, yeah, just to pump up his value. Hmm. Um, but I just, I think, I don't... I, I think they're doing all right GM-wise in, like, trying things. Yeah, he seems to know what he's doing. You know. I think maybe John C. Phillips is not the sort of... But there's no really coach. body of work to judge him on still, is there? I mean, we, I mean, you can judge him. I, I still don't think he's a proper coach, but, you know, I, I'd feel better if Terry Stotts was in charge, you know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, Billy Donovan with mm. somebody with a history of young mm. teens and things. If that's what you're trying to do, then yeah, yeah, yeah. go for that sort of thing. If somebody... With, yeah. You're getting young lads to play together and that mm. kind of thing. That'd make mm. kind of more sense. It's not a bad shout, actually, because I don't think the Bulls thing's going to end well for him. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that would make more sort of sense because that's what I mean. It's like, right, Scoot Henderson now, right? Not, not. You've not. What you got one wasn't as advertised. So, what, what, mm. what could you have? Uh, me tops out. I mean, he's a baby. Kemba. We'll see. I mean, it's early days. With, yeah. You know, but, mm. Tops out, Kemba Walker. Hmm. You Which, know you know, mean, that's decent. It's rather a career, than a Hall you know. of Famer. Yeah, he had a good hmm. career. Hmm. It's tough for them small guards, though, dude, isn't it? You know, it's... Yeah, yeah. You've, you've got to be, yes. like, next level, like, Steve Francis, AI kind of athlete, haven't you, to, to dominate that position when you're that small. It's, it's a tough one. Uh, talking of teams whose players are always injured, uh, the fucking Pelicans, man. What, what, what do you do here? I mean... Zion just looks like a fat mess. I don't know. That's harsh, but um, it's the worst fucking numbers of his career. He doesn't take any threes anymore. He, he doesn't really explode like he used to, and they owe him like 200 million over the next like, four or five years. I mean, it's all good having these future draft picks and stuff, but where do you go now if this is your main guy and you've you know, you're built around him and Brandon Ingram doesn't seem like a great fit? Um, what, what, what do you do if you're in New Orleans at this point? Except sell the first team. Thing, <laughs> yeah, first thing, uh, I don't know. Get rid of David Griffin uh, again, like once more. If you know what I mean, like he's 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 like a GM whose success is based on the fact that LeBron was born in the city, <laughs> the team he was currently coaching. So LeBron came back and then did the GM thing for him. He wrote that really good letter that time, though. Don't forget about that. That's what made them oh, beat yeah, the Warriors. Yeah. Not uh, Draymond excellent, kicking excellent. LeBron in the nuts, but, you know. Uh, excellent stuff, excellent stuff. Yeah, no, that needs to go. There's just there's no rhyme or reason to it as well. And they've got some decent role players as well. Well, it's this is the thing. It's kind of like everyone on that team looks like they're being held back by the fact that this guy's on the team and he needs the ball a lot and he's not really what he was advertised on. You know what I mean? It's Again. just like, mm. yeah. okay. He looks... It, as, as far as the NBA goes, um, uh, the absolute an absolute model of like unprofessionalism hmm. in terms of like attitude, what he's doing to his physique, hmm. how he's trying to extend his craft in a way. It just looks like a fucking lad who's done nothing but sells like beyond some TikToks because of whatever. Like, He's never getting back to that point that he was at, is he? There's, there's, there's no way. Mm. It's a fucking joke, if you know what I mean, mm. to be fair. 
he's got paid through the absolute wazoo for what? And I mean, we're always, we were always saying that physique was never sustainable. No, he well, said it from day one. I'm not, I don't, don't take any That's particular pleasure in this. You just that body's not built for basketball, is it? It's just not. It's it's not going to work. It's and it's not like like I was saying last time that you know I'd I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him getting someone like Zebo in to help him use his, use his weird body in a way. I'd like to see him not in the air so much and trying that stuff to just use that massive frame he's got to bang people and stuff. But it's, it's not like he's going to... It doesn't look like he's going to go through like that Larry Johnson, I need to extend my career, so I need to do mm. this. I'm scared where this is heading. I don't know. It's, and it's a matter of time before he gets injured, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean... What he's got the he's he's got the physique and the sort of IQ and the handling he can pass and stuff. So he, I mean he could he could be a Draymond Green type, but I'd, as as in terms of like he's the future of the NBA. I don't think it's any of that stuff. I don't think any of that is going to mm. come true. No. I think we'll see him in the league for six years maybe, max, and that'll be that. If you know mm. what I mean, he's gone go the way of so many other the hyped youngsters that don't make the cut. Mm. The Rockets, on the other hand, um, finally having an adult in charge in Imi Adoko. So what you want about whatever went on at Boston. But um, he seems like he's fucking whipped them into shape, doesn't he? Uh, they're actually quite exciting to watch now. And, uh, you know, yeah. you bring a few and, veterans and in and whatever. And, uh, it actually seems like they're heading in a, a decent it's, direction it's now. It's actually really good. Yeah, it's not rocket science, is it? Some of the stuff is. But no, I, 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 yeah, Dylan Brooks has been a big surprise for me this season. He's been really, really good for them. Well, just, you know, numbers are someone who tries and know. gives a fuck, you know, think what you want about him. And, uh, we, we, you know, we, we've slagged him off enough on this podcast, but he tries hard, which is, you know, can be, uh, you know, effective and influential on, on, on some younger players. Yeah, no, he, he tries really hard, and um, I don't know. Just seen the other day in the pregame. No. He stood under the basket in front of photographers, like stone still, didn't move, solid for two minutes with just a t-shirt saying "Free the oppressed." On, which. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Books for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, good for him. Man. Thinks more than, thinks more about things than we've given him credit for, and yeah, like I say, we've slated him, but he's having a really, really good year, and he's really pivotal in. Oh, okay, I need to have a look at that actually. Yeah. yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out for Dylan Brooks for that. Good for the Dylans. Yeah, I think I think maybe with it might be that people have kind of misunderstood a lot of his things. I well, think. at least you know when he clothes clothesline Gary Payton uh, Junior. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna get feelings hurt, but uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, to be honest, though, as we talked about earlier, the no, I. Only Rockets fans feel aggrieved when a Rockets player gets it gets it back. I mean, the only Warriors fans feel aggrieved when any any Warriors players get gets hit because the rest of us just are over it. To be honest, <laughs> so become the villains. I try not that's to play favourites on the show, but you know, that's, you that's what's so ironic. You're just a bunch of toxic old men now. Yeah, Curry's Curry's not getting much help. Let's put it that way. Um, his Ike's team, the Grizzlies, they're. Uh, Dug himself oh in a fucking God. hole. Karma's a bitch, isn't it? I mean, um, they could be done by the time Morant's back. I mean, Steven Adams getting injured and being out for the season. Obviously not helping and stuff. But uh, this could be a really expensive team next year with Desmond Baines' extension kicking in and stuff. So they're kind of 
I'm almost stuck with this bunch. Um, they can, they've can got tradable contracts and stuff, but um, they're in a bit of a fucking hole, aren't they? Yeah, they're in a real big hole. Mm. And um, I think there may be a bigger move than people are expecting. I think, I think John Morant might be finished there. Not solely because they're necessarily done on him, I think he may be closer to be done on them, but also, like, there's a few GMs. Like, Daryl Morey loves a distressed asset or an underappreciated asset, distressed asset. Mm. I think he's looking and trying to do what he can to get either him or Kyrie Irving to Philly because... Do they need that kind of player, though, when Maxi's playing as well as he is? I'm not sure they do. I don't know. Again, I think think Morey... Needs to do something that adds to their just out of boredom. <laughs> Not just out of boredom, like the fact that everything he's done since he's got there has kind of made him worse. Mm. In a way, if you know what I mean, they've not got any better, have they? Well, looking all right at the minute, you know, they're uh, eight, eight and three, is it? Oh. We can get to we can get to them in a bit, but it's an illusion. <laughs> it's just a fucking illusion. It's all nonsense. It's all just nonsense. They're not real. They're not real, and no team is gonna win the NBA anymore around a not necessary, not that skillful big man. He's I mean, I've seen an, enough of Joel Embiid in the playoffs to I won't be betting on the Sixers to win the title at this point. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's Patrick Ewing. It's the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just this weird cult of this this big man who actually it's like building your game around that. It's just mm-hmm. not. It don't work. The only time it works now is is what for Jokic and Joe Jokic is ridiculously not mm. he's got the skills not of a player mm. like that to compare Embiid and Jokic is absurd if you know what I mean it's they're just completely different so I, I just don't I don't think the Sixers are I don't think the Sixers are real I'm not I don't care what they do I'm not going to I just I think Maxi's Maxi's like quickly and I think that's both uh, the same as Kemba Walker that they look good and they'll put up numbers in this particular situation, but at the moment either of them go anywhere else, just no, disappear. Mm. I know it's early days, but who do you think conceivably can win the title? And I mean, Denver obviously, Jamal Murray's out, but Jokic is so good that you'd imagine they're still the team to be in the West. Um, what, what, what do you make of Minnesota and and their hot uh, start? Minnesota. Minnesota, I think, are capable of the Western Finals because they are sneaky. Like I said last time, they're sneaky fucking deep, they are. Mm. They're sneaky, sneaky. And size just seems to be relevant again. I mean, we saw this last year with Denver in, in the final. They were just a, they were a big team. And when the Warriors played Minnesota twice and just just got outsized by them, you know, you just you can't deal with that kind of fucking physicality and size, can you, you know? If you're a small team like Golden State, I just I don't see how they'd beat them over like seven games in a in a playoff series. Yeah, no, there's just there's too too many players that can just back them down and make just easy turnaround buckets on any kind of switch or anything. If you know what mm. I mean, it kind of completely negates the switchability aspect when suddenly you've got a tweener on someone who's big and they can just be arse bounced back to within two feet and then turned around and shot them. Mm. It's it. I, I'm kind of liking that away. Lots of lots of the answers to modern basketball questions are old basketball answers. Yeah, I mean, so, 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 I was saying earlier, you know, listen to you beyond that 
Spurs next game you just it, it still just boils down to size and strength sometimes you know what I mean some of this stuff it's not that complicated you know you can talk all the analytics you want or whatever but a big one who's good will beat a little one who's not as good do you know what I mean it's not it's not that complicated sometimes it's uh, you know look at look at Boston you know they've got a lot of big dudes look how look at look at how we have to pretend Shaq was any good at basketball like mm. Objectively, yeah, yeah. At, like at shooting or whatever, he wasn't. He was massive. He was absolutely <laughs> huge. A physical a giant outlier. human. Would just bang anybody out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. The reason you couldn't, you couldn't be on a basketball court in the last important minutes, if you know what I mean. Did you listen yeah. to? Um, I don't often listen to the Ringer podcast, but um, they had the the real ones, or whatever they called. Um, oh, with Rashid. Yes, with Rashid. <laughs> Did you listen to that? That's hilarious, man. He was just like, yo, I got big guy in the middle. What were you going to do? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. just, they got fucking Shaquille O'Neal. What, 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 what do you want me to say? Do you know what I mean? It's just like, we, how, how do we deal with this? It's, it was quite funny. It's just really basic, isn't it, sometimes? It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's wrestling a Ford Cortina for, for an hour every <laughs> night. I, I don't know why, I don't know you think that's going to go for me. I mean, because you're paying me tens of millions, but I mean, we're not going to win. Yeah, that was good. Oh, I love Sheik. God bless him. Yes. What a yes. legend. Uh, literally, sadly, one of the sort of characters that Silver seems trying to litigate oh, out God. of the game. Can you imagine him nowadays? They get kicked out of every fucking game. Do you know what I mean? It's just... Yes. Yeah. I'd, also, I'd also like to... Uh, I'd very much like it someone to... with more time <laughs> and resources than me to go back through and see all the times he complained about refs and it turns out you know Donicky and his crew were on there yeah, he yeah. Was right and there's lots of players got in trouble for talking shit about refs and it turns out the refs were actually fucking donking there's a whole lot of absolutely a whole lot of retrospective apologies i think to some people yeah. and with that stuff that's got missed out dude, dude should them. be in the hall of fame just for an air force ones <laughs> no, I, I think he's I, in. He's in our Clarence Weatherspoon Hall of Fame, isn't he? That's all that matters. Oh, for sure. I, I think if you were gonna, if you were gonna, if you were gonna pick players of the, uh, the top ten players of the last twenty years or thirty years in, in terms of basketballs, like, like influence, not just on the court but in the streets, if you know what I mean, you can't go to you can't you can't go past any school like Black Air Force Ones. Have become UK school children's school shoe of choice now. Dude, seriously, that's my lad wears them to school. That's his school shoe. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's fucking Wallace, if you know what I mean. Like, like guns and beige camp combat pants. Mm. If you know, that's where that came from. That's Rashid Wallace. That like is a massively influential figure. I think if you were to gonna redesign the logo. It wouldn't be Jerry West. It'd be she I'd have on there. <laughs> It'd be amazing. The flow and the headband and stuff. Like, uh, I think, yeah. I, I think he em I think he embodies everything that fans like about the NBA. I mean, we're old as shit, so we lean towards these kind of old school players. But no, I really enjoyed that part. I thought it was great. He's just, he's such a character. It's very refreshing. Yeah. If you, if you want a good one for Ring a Podcast, you should listen to the latest Simmons one with... With Doc Rivers on talking about how important, how he, he just 
Dogman has just talked himself in a circle about this in-season tournament that, like, oh, it really means something to the players, but we don't know what it means yet. And like, He's employed so, by ESPN there. What's he going to say? Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know. I don't it's know. just me. I quite like Doc Rivers. He seems like a really nice guy. I don't know. I'm not. He seems like a nice guy. And, and Some of the I coaching also... possibly overrated. I mean, that Boston team that won titles probably one of the worst title winning teams in my lifetime. But um, I like him. I don't. I don't mind Doc Rivers. I think. I think he's a good guy. I like him. I like him. I just think we're, he's just going to get into the realms of like a bit more Jacksony though, and you know, just kind of a bit too nice platitudey. Did you hear about him? Apparently, uh, the Knicks were going to employ him to fill in for when Clyde's not available on their broadcast and stuff. But um, he refused to take a job because they wouldn't allow him on the team plane or something. Um, they said, basically, book your own flights and hotels and all that, which is, you know, a typical James Dolan move. But um, not that I'm going to stop yeah. crying for Mark Jackson anytime soon. I definitely don't need to hear him on Knicks games. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought it was quite amusing. Imagine that. You, you could have Clyde, <laughs> but you get Jackson. Yeah. That's... Oh god, that's like that's like getting catfished or something on the internet. <laughs> you don't look like your picture. Um, <laughs> anyone else who's oh, caught your fancy? Uh, but I mean, in oh, Tyrese Halliburton. By the way, can we just have a moment about this dude? He's like turned to like fucking oh, Steve oh. Nash or something. He just never turns the ball over and just puts up fucking numbers. And Indiana's like best offense in the league. I mean. Say we heard about Rick Carlisle, but you know he knows how to you know get teams humming offensively. Um, they're a legit yeah. playoff team, aren't they? I think. Yeah, I mean it's one of those like we were saying that like um, that the Sabonis Halliburton trade is one of those few rare win wins where both teams profited. Yeah, yeah, yeah big time. Teams, both teams can look at and say look at each other and say we won that trade. Well, both, yeah, worked well, yeah, for both sides definitely. Yeah, it, it was it was yeah mutually beneficial in like the, the sort of right way that this trade unlocked potential in both teams and both players that their situations were just sort of stopping yeah i wish indiana were on some of the national tv games a bit more i really want to sort of kind of dial into them a bit more um, i can't say i watch a whole load of indiana games i don't have time but um yeah no he's he's a fucking legit weapon isn't he <laughs> I think he's. Um, I think he's gonna be. Or um, NBA first team possibly this year. It's not a stretch, is it? I, I also think he's gonna. He's he's the he's the heir to Chris Paul's like pure point mm. guard lineal yeah. champ belt, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That like that's got handed down. That like yes, that's it. It came from Steve Nash to Chris Paul. He mm. that's where he inherited it, if you know. What yeah. I mean. But this is. This is a guy. This is a floor general. This is a guy who makes everybody better, gets them, finds them in their spots. Like, this is this is, like, this is in an ideal world what the point guard does, if you know what I mean. And now we have to call him pass first mm. instead of thingy. But yeah, he's, mm. yeah, he's really really good to watch and has them ticking over with Carlisle. And uh, one of the things I wanted to say, it, like when we were talking about our text the other, it, when we were talking about pop and stuff earlier, is. Rick Carlisle don't have that shit. Rick Carlisle's not stopped coaching, if you yeah. know what I mean. But he's, he, he moved from Dallas because it wasn't tenable there anymore. Mm. And to Indiana. Well, yeah, he seems to sort of be really adaptable as well with the players he has mm. on his roster. He doesn't try to make players do shit they're not 
capable of doing. Hence, right, okay, I've got a lot of offensive talent in this team. I'm just going to, you know, play to their strengths, which is, you know. Yeah. If you're going to do a football analogy, he's like Carlo Ancelotti. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't have a system of his own. Each team plays yeah. what 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 mm. have I got here? How can I get the best out of these lads? Mm. And it looks a lot like what do you think will help you get? Like Yeah, yeah I've always rightly I think uh, he's, I've always yeah. liked Rick, yeah. He's a good coach. Um Miami yeah. sneakily gone on a little seven game winning streak after starting one and four. And uh, they still look like a player away from being a, a title winner, which is obviously what they want at this point, you know. Yeah. That's all they're in it for. Um but um yeah, you can you can see possibly a trade coming at some point with them, can't you? Just to maybe Kyrie, I can see that. Mm, I don't know. I mean, Dallas and you know nine and three. So uh, is there any? I don't think they've faced a murderer's row in terms of schedule and stuff. But um, why would they want to blow up at this point? I don't know. But uh, it only takes a, you know it only takes the odd little thing in Kyrie's ear for. <laughs> I mean, he's been unusually quiet, hasn't he? So you'd imagine something's on the horizon. Just in terms of like, how long is he going to be second fiddle? Mm. You know what I mean? How long? I don't. I just don't think. I just don't. Yeah. It, it seems like an odd situation for him to be like. Well, this is where I'm settled. Mm. Especially because he was traded there as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's Dallas, isn't it? Like, yeah, I just. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, I've been there. Not I, the most exciting town. Yeah, I, I can just see. Yeah. A couple of GMs who like a distressed asset, and then him and Ja Morant, there's two like superstar level undervalued players not having the mm. most made of them at the moment. Uh, mm. Players who know that, it's never hard to convince them if you can, you know. Anything else struck you? Uniforms, uh, broadcasting. Magic. The magic, the magic. yeah. Frisky. Where they, where you'd ex- where I kind of expected them to be. It's nice to see that they are moving in the right direction. A lot of good front court players. Oh. Still not convinced about the guards, but no, no, back court's terrible. That front court's great mm. though. Yeah. I suppose you've got to say let's talk about the books, if you know what I mean. Are you... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think they'll be fine. I mean, I, I think they need a trade because I think they were a. It basically was so good because they had Holiday could clamp up any point guard on his day, and then Middleton to patrol like that guard the perimeter. And if you got through that, you came to Yanis and Brook Lopez. Good luck. So, but now it's it's just Yanis. I mean, Middleton barely plays, does he? That's the problem. Yeah, that's what I think. So their whole games. their whole wing defense is is done. What? Mm. Well, Jade Crowder's gone down now as well. So, um, I know. They look like they need to make another trade, and the, trade. The, the coach is still a question mark for me as well. I don't know. Do we know what this guy's about? I don't know. I think he definitely needs a trade. They need something to happen there in order to. Because you mm. just, you've got to be able to hide. You've got to be able to hide fucking Dame on defense mm. in the corner on somebody that nobody cares about. And they're just an old team as well, man. They're just a bunch of old yeah, dudes. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's yeah. like they basically swapped. Uh, they swapped a, a point guard who had like. If if they were, if you had attack and attack and defense is like two two stats, who was like fifty fifty. If you know no sixty sixty almost. If you know what I mean, like Drew Holiday was like the like the true like like neutral point guard in that he could defend as well he could as well as he could score on occasion. And you just swapped that for somebody who gives you an increase like it was like what 
on his day 90% on offense, up from 60, but is at best 10% defense. So you've, like, what you've gained in offense, you've lost more in subtracted defense with, mm. with Dame for your whole system, which was kind of dependent on that thing of get past those two on the perimeter. And, and if you do get inside, you just, there's Yanis waiting for you. Mm. I mean, you feel like those two need to be like 110% offensively just for them to have a chance, don't you? You know, when, you, when you're looking at the likes of Boston uh, and yeah. stuff and Denver. Yeah, switch Yanis and stuff because there's mm. nobody to guard on the perimeter there. Mm. So that, that, they're fundamentally lacking on a huge thing in you know, like we were talking about offensive rebounds are massively undervalued, even though it's just the mm. basic point basketball. That perimeter defense, like, you need it. Mm. You need it. In today's NBA, Gavin, very much so, yes. I'm it thinking any, any year. <laughs> why, why do you say Scottie Pippen was Scottie Pippen? The perimeter, in the, yeah. in the Jordan were like Dobermans on the perimeter. What have you made of these? Some of these terrible City Edition uniforms. I mean, they're 90% bad. I really like the Knicks one. Um, I think Kith did it. You know, the home blue with the orange piping and the, the NYC. Yeah. That, that's a nice one. But other than that, fucking horrendous, most of them. Really bad. I, I think it's um, it's always been a pretty terrible idea, to be honest. I don't I don't necessarily know what it's for. Yeah, I don't know I mean, who it's for. It just seems pointless. It's just, yeah. I think I think they should have, you know, a home like they should have a white and then the road color mm. and then an alternate of whatever choice they want and like a We just need to, 3 for each team, don't we? We don't need any more than that, I don't think. Yeah. Without without that like third option, we'd, we'd never have would have had that Miami Vice Miami Jersey or those those Utah ones that were like Monument Valley of the mm. stuff. We've seen some good stuff when people have been creative, but it's like they've done they do so many of them that there's just no control. And these city ones, like the whole thing was summed up when Milwaukee the other year had Cream City written on their fucking <laughs> jerseys. Which mm. if that's not a gay porn song or some like a gay <laughs> song, yeah. you, know you type mean? that into Google, you're gonna get mixed results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, don't type that in. You're going to get warnings about your thingy filter. And you know what? Green City sounds like a fun spot. I'm not I'm not knocking anybody. No, you know, like as long as you're not hurting anyone. Knock yourself out. Yeah. It sounds like a fun spot, but <laughs> it, it's just daft, if you know what I mean. It's like Rip City and stuff. Who gives a fucking shit? It's not for the Hamptons. You're the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Keep it at that. <laughs> I saw thing, something that amusing on the, the social media disgrace, formerly known as Twitter, earlier. Um, remember uh, Master P, the rapper, Percy Miller? Percy. He's, uh, he's got a son who's very good at basketball now. He's going to the University of Houston, apparently, next year. Do you know what his first name is? Oh, God. Mercy. Limit, Mercy. Mercy Miller. Mercy Miller? Yeah. So. Have mercy. There you go. Have Kid's mercy. got some hops, apparently, so. Claude, have mercy. Mercy Miller, bless him. That made that did make me chuckle. Really. Um. Uh, uh, right, is that us? Are we done? <laughs> Anything no, else to no, add? Actually, uh, no, come on. Well, what else you got? And, and we said we were going to address this last week. Oh, uh, what's this? So come on, hit me. Uh, 
Fuck off, you very daft homophobic cunt like Stephen A. Smith and all those people with the Dwight Howard stuff. Oh, God, yeah, that was appalling. So, so, so to be clear, I, I don't know how many of them need to hear this, and Dwight himself as well is just a fucking with it all. Being gay is okay. Assaulting people is not. That's it. Yeah, some people got confused. I mean, I do find the camera on a mace uh, thing if you watch them quite refreshing they're, they're quite funny and stuff but they were just like literally giggling like school children about it like oh he might be gay it's like really it's like are we are we doing this can we not focus on maybe if someone's been violated or no no it's it's funny because he might be gay it's like what the fuck what are we doing here it's just yeah it's not good is it yeah i saw i saw one of mr a smith just i don't know where he was basically reading out the descriptions like unenthusiastic gay soft porn and then was like i can't anymore I can't. oh my god as if and, and, and no mention i've not watched it but i can't watch it i can't watch him he's a fucking sex. clown but um just just pure homophobia just pure oh, fucking dear. homophobia and it's it's so confusing from i don't know who what 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 kind of machismo does he think he's projecting if you know what i mean 99 percent of the gay dudes i've ever met knock him like slap him out spring like he just i, I don't, don't know, know. will you work like for say, disney how are you not fired on the spot for that shit i don't know it's just i've not seen it i'm taking your word for it but it sounds like a fucking sackable offense to me i don't know it's on his own podcast oh really right yeah, okay so he's not actually said it on air on espn or anything how he's not, how he's still been paid by anybody, I don't know. He's literally just reading this description of like, and like, and he's just reading it like word for word. And then he's all like, I'm done, I can't anymore. And <sighs> what, what he's actually reading is two, from everything, two people just doing things to each other that they're like, Stephen, they're both consented to that. Yeah. Um, None of your fucking business. Like, what, as we what? said on our Marv Albert podcast back in the day, as long as both parties are consenting, do what the fuck you like. Nobody cares. As soon as somebody's not, then there's an issue, and we 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 can talk about it. But um, to get hysterical about two grown men touching each other seems a bit childish in 2023. I don't know. I I also the thing is I also find it I find it a bit a bit worrying that like the a lot of the consensus around the coverage is that the problem with it is being gay and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no that's it's diminishing the problem being that's fucking sexual assault yeah, and the yeah. other thing by the sounds of it it's the people who have talked about being assaulted are all like small men like five foot five and stuff while he's massive so it's not even like if you know what I mean, there's room for extra trauma and stuff in that, if you know what I mean. Like, it's, the whole thing is just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I, I've kind of read about it, but I don't really know enough about it to um, have a, a strong opinion. But like, it doesn't, not, doesn't sound ideal, let's put it that way, does it? It's not ideal, no. and uh, to be honest, there's a lot of people who can do a lot better, or should be doing a lot better, and it's sad that... I just don't know where the people in charge are like how this stuff gets out and there's no filter of like no you can't say do you know what i mean it's just like 
these people are earning millions of pounds a year. I mean, we're just two fucking dickheads talking like we do down the pub about basketball. But the for people at such a high up in the sort of media food chain to just be able to put this shit out there unhindered seems problematic. I don't know. It's, to, yeah. to be honest, there seems to be a much worse. <laughs> like, like we were saying with Rondo's non one game suspension yeah. for non simply outing the, the referee. Yeah. In in a nationally televised game in another country, calling him out. That should have been like a 15, 20 game suspension minimum. Yeah. I think we, we talked about this at the time, the didn't NBA we? Yeah. Huge problem with this. A huge problem with this. And what <sighs> the sounds of it, they need to get Tim Hardaway involved. Yeah. No, he did. Cause Tim Hardaway, after after Tim Hardaway Senior did what he did, he then went on like a thing, you know. He did, but I've spoke to John Amici about this, and he said he never actually apologised to him for his comments. So, right, um, did he? No. So he's like, yeah, that's cool. I get that, but can you just apologise? Basically, and he never did. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, I've got a lot of love for Tim Hardaway, but um, I, I do think. Yeah, there's a lot. There's. A, we could all, a lot of people could do better. Let's put it that way. Um, yes. It's very, very yes. yeah, disappointing. Um, Including to... holding people to account. Yeah. They could be doing better at that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to address because we said we were going to address the. No, no, absolutely. I, did. It slipped they, I didn't want to not. And then, yeah, the whole thing was I don't know. I don't want to not say something's wrong. <laughs> we must stress sexual assault is fucking wrong. Not good, not good. Hopefully, yeah. it'll all get uh, cleared up, and uh, anyone who's uh, in the wrong will. Uh... Well, the worst of it is that you know, like I've heard that stuff that like, oh yeah, everybody's known for a while. Why do you think he's not in the NBA anymore? Well, like, Which is, again, would be quite disappointing, so. isn't it? Yeah, worrying stuff. Who else? But anyway, oh, enough of en- enough about such such grim things. Let's let's end on a positive note. Oh, David Stern had his faults, but um, I don't know the way the NBA is heading at the minute under Adam Silver. I'm not, uh, I'm not the biggest fan. Let's put it that way. But, uh, no, I'm a little confused as to where we're going, isn't it? It's a bit yeah. strange. Yeah. yeah. A reflection of society, possibly, Gavin. I don't know. Well, it, it's odd because you know we talked about pods previously. Like it was, it wasn't just, it wasn't particularly the game. That attracted me to basketball. It was the product, the, mm. like the whole thing. Just being like, like, wow, if you know what I mean. That, that yeah, Showtime worked on me. I was razzle dazzled the first mm. time I watched an NBA game. And that's what fascinated me at first. The colours, the primary colours, if you know what mm. I mean. That what like standing at Hillsborough in rain, watching <laughs> them play Middlesbrough. Like this, what is this? If you know what I mean. There's, there's, there's cheerleaders and stuff mm. like wow, every, every like that's what Sean Kemple do to you, isn't it? Going <laughs> off, like, every single every second play is the most important play that's ever happened. If you know what I mean? Mm. Like I'm just like I'm in, I'm in, and a lot of that stuff is is being mm. taken out of the game for whatever reason. And non, and non- I like what we were saying earlier, the Yanis ejection for yeah. just literally staring at a dude for two seconds it's like what are we you know gonna start ejecting dudes for brazen eyebrows at each other next i mean well what's the end game here i don't know it's it's entertainment at the end of the day it's you know i think we're way past the sporting in- integrity point you know it, it is entertainment yeah. isn't it you know it's, yeah. 
Well, what, what, what's also interesting is like how it's become juxtaposed with. Remember when the guys who were like three point killers were like Craig Hodges and they just make that shot and then walk up the other, up, like run back up the court. And now there's people just banging three fingers against their heads, stirring parts. Everybody's got this whole little like they're fucking wrestlers or something for a three point shot. But you actually can't celebrate a dunk anymore in any way mm-hmm. because that's not appropriate. But like, if you know what I mean, there's some right ridiculous stuff when people think of three pointers sometimes. Mm-hmm. So everybody's got their own little trademark celebration as well. Like it's it's well fucking cringe. But if a guy flexes after dunking, teed up, I don't, I don't really get it. I don't really get it. Thing is as well, it's like this kid's paid money to go to that Bucks game to go and see Yanis. Like, remember we went to Philly and he was injured and we were really gutted. It's like, imagine if you've a kid who's dropped like 200 bucks to go watch him and referee just boots him for that. It's like, well, you're not helping yourself here. It's just like, and then Lee were really strangely quiet about it. There was no like, you know, obviously they don't want to throw the referees in the bus, but it's like, come on, man. It's like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know, it's, it's and it's just like the gambling yeah. shit again overlaps with this. It's like, Who's got a vested interest in this? You know, I, d- I don't know. It's all very, it's a bit bleak. Yeah, I did. Like, like a, that's the perfect example. We crossed an ocean to go see Yanis, and as he was injured, I was disappointed. If I'd have got there and he'd have been like ejected that quickly, I'd have been fucking livid. Because mm. I'd have felt robbed, if you know what I mean. Like, you've just hustled me here. Mm. I spent all this time and effort and money saving it up to get here. We've come here, and then that. That? Yeah, you'd be pretty that fucking annoyed. Fucking what was your man called who uh, threw one off the uh, backboard? KJ McDaniels. McDaniels. I yeah. did see that a self hoop. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's dear. that's that's a different thing. Mm. No, that was against that was the that was a Warriors game, game, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was the Warriors six. It's not that Bucks one. Yeah. Repeat offenders in Philly. Trust the process. Right. right, is that us? Are we done? I'm out. Uh, my missus has got us tickets to go and see fucking Peter Kay tonight, so... Um, oh, get the big light on and you go. Yeah, I'm going to say, those are people from Rotherham shouting garlic bread for two hours. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Sheffield Arena as well, mm. which sounds fucking horrendous, but... Uh, oh, what did you make of that fucking ice hockey thing, by the way? So, I, I didn't watch it at all, and was like, oh, that's got to be a tragic accident and all that stuff and then when i saw the manslaughter thing i was like wait a minute so i I had a look and i've watched it twice because i I don't want to see somebody get killed sort of thing and and but i I, that skate goes up in a completely unnatural way it's a strange one isn't it i mean you don't want to it's not an accident in the the guy who skated was had no part in it, if you know what I mean. I can see why there's a potential manslaughter charge there. Like, you didn't mean to kill him, but you meant to kick him with that skate, which you should know is fucking dangerous. Like, I don't... Yeah, I can totally see why you, you could be... I mean, they arrested. they must have, yeah, to, to arrest him, obviously, shows they're, like, they're not convinced it was an accident. It's, it's fucking tricky ground, isn't it, that one? Yeah, yeah. Let's say, let's say thingy. Let's say in all that commotion, in all that commotion with Draymond and Rudy, Rudy stumbles and trips somehow, and it ends up with somehow like yeah. thingy in his windpipe or something, like Draymond crushing his wind because he's choking him. So, like, at what point 
would you is is that oh that's an accident well you you've got man around the throat there's no accidents there mm. and he, that dude gets hit with what the skater he gets hit but that leg goes up in such an unnatural way that I don't yeah I could see why there is that to be honest yeah it's um, it's all very upsetting and just awful but yeah. It's an inevitable conclusion of a sport, though, that just encourages the violence. Yeah. I, I, most of those fans are there not... They're not there to see, what, special puck-and-stick play or mm. excellent skatey pirouette turns or anything. No, they're there for that time then when the two dudes who can't even play hockey can barely stand Smells on crappy. skates throw their mm. at them, punch each other in the fucking face. Mm. So I, I think it's, a, it's always like an end to that it's always going to kind of happen and the ice hockey should probably look at like the decorum of sort of what that does to the fans and what mm. the, how that feeds back into the players sort of thing i don't yeah yeah it's just, it's boxing territory in it a lot of it at times you know with the scrapping and the concussions and whatever and yeah oof. yeah i just you know what i mean i just I don't think you can call it an accident when there's so much that can be avoided. Mm, right, we need to get Ron Shudra on the next podcast or something. <laughs> 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 and Tucky or something. Um, right, I think, I think we've uh, exhausted this one. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go and, uh, you know, talk about Sky Digital and putting big lights on and all that with B2K. And um, good luck on, uh, on the boat in the storms and... Uh, Batting the hatches down and all that. And, uh, yeah, we're good. We're good. I'm sure we'll um, probably check in before the end of this uh, in-season tournament, NBA Cup, whatever it's called. And, uh, <laughs> For when, when we've worked out what's going on. <laughs> when it gets to Vegas and they can gamble on it a bit more, uh, we'll... Uh, a bit more gambling. Yeah. And they'll be brought to you by State Farm and fucking William Hill and whatever the American paddy power is and fucking... <laughs> Who's gonna be the Who's gonna be the the NBA's Ray Winston? Uh, you know, yeah. locked in play betting. Who's gonna be? Who's someone who'd been in the Sopranos? Oh wait, he's actually Christopher Christopher Moltisanti, yeah. the guy who played him, was actually on the uh, in season betting uh, uh, the tournament uh, advert, isn't he? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really actually disappointing actually. He's a fairly sort of screwed on guy. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Sure, they gave the actors. So. I was actually disappointed with that. Like, bruh, come mm. on, come on. But again, yeah, the NBA has not had its associated gambling theft with it yet, is it? It's still a baby. Mm. They've got a way to go to catch the Premier League up, I'm sure. Um, corruption, right, Kevin. Uh, lovely to speak to you as always, and um, we will uh, we'll catch up soon. Peace out, yes, yes, peace out. It's all right.